Today, we're going to have a look at some of the questions that you've asked that are related to you being successful in racing. Race drivers. It's Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show from a hotel room because I'm actually on holiday. I'm in beautiful Greece uh, and it's flaming hot. <laughs> so I thought I'd come in the room to film this because even though I'm on holiday, I can't miss a Monday for the Race Driver Coach Show. So this is a bit different, this one, because I've had time sitting by the pool to look through my phone and go through messages that I've missed. So questions from you guys, so whether it's email, whether it's through social media or through the website, you've, you've sent so many questions and they're great. And you know, they actually feed the race driver coach show. Cause I see a good question. Like, ah, that'd be a good topic, but there's so many that get missed. So first of all, sorry, because I'm kind of busy. I, they get missed and, and it's amazing how many messages I get. So I've just taken a look through now and I picked three random questions from yourselves and they are kind of related to people who want to make it in motorsport so you know it's not just the normal stuff that i talk about so i'm going a bit left field here but um well here they are the first question is from what is it lafotti 0384 and you basically asked how do you become a race driver coach well, i suppose the best way to answer that is just to say how i did it uh, like most driver coaches did really we started off as being drivers ourselves because if you're teaching the craft of how to drive and you're helping a driver drive better, you've got to pretty much know how to do it yourself. So it's a lot, like, like a lot of football coaches, you know, they were footballers before or amateur footballers, and then they got into coaching and learned how to do that. So it's the same for driver coaches, really. So I started driving myself. And then I would say by the end of the very first, maybe it was second, yeah, second year I was racing, I started to work for a race school, Silverstone. And that's where you do all these experiences, you know, people, general public come and they pay their $200 or whatever to do two or three hours on track in a car and they need an instructor with them to show them how to be safe and, and all that jazz and how to drive. I was the instructor and that's how a lot of coaches start. So you start working at race schools and I pretty much worked at every race school that was in England, probably about eight of them. Uh, going round and that's how I earned my living. So I did racing myself and then on the off days or off weeks, because you have a lot of off weeks when you're a race driver, I was at race schools making the days there. So that's how I started. And then I started to do one-on-one. -on -one. So I got clients. Brian Thorpe was my very first one in uh, Alfa Romeo racing, driving. And I was basically, I'd go to the race weekend with him watch him at the track, watch him by the side, take video of how he drives compared to the guys at the front, if he wasn't at the front, um, go through his data, go through his video, discuss ways he could drive better, come up with a plan for what he needs to do next time out, you know, in the next session even, what's the main goal? And you basically structure their whole driving to make sure that they're advancing. You hold them accountable. You show them their strengths and weaknesses and what we need to do. And you're helping them in all sorts of ways. So that's how it pretty much started. And that's how it evolved into private coaching. Then I started to work for bigger companies like uh, F1 junior programs and Gravity, which are people who invested in drivers and they wanted a coach and somebody to actually go and select drivers for them to pick the next driver that they're gonna back and sponsor. And it evolved like that. Then I just kept going and going. And basically, I well, before I'd say three years into my racing, I really got into mental development, learning the mental sciences. So, you know, psychology really on the basis of psychology. And I merged the two. So really I helped drivers perform better mentally but also on the driving but the whole holistic way really this is the blueprint for how you go 
from where you are now to being a successful driver. So I started to teach that pretty early on. But most driver coaches are just, this is the brake shape and what I spoke about when I first started. So pretty much that's it. Next question is from Abdullah and he wants to know how to get sponsorship when you're racing on sims. So when you're a sim racer, basically how do you get sponsorship for that? Sim racing, I've already answered the question on, on YouTube at the comment, but I think I should just clarify now. It's kind of like influencer marketing. So if you're racing on the Sims, you know, you're doing online racing, I'd say iRacing is probably the most popular one because there's loads of people on there, there's loads of teams and events and stuff. That's where you get spotted. So you're on iRacing, you're racing away and you've been doing it a while and you're getting pretty good. I would say it's like influencer marketing where you've got to be popular. You've got to have a good fan base. You've got to get people following you. And the way you do that is Twitch, is live streaming on YouTube. Anything you can do, you get an OBS software and you, you stream yourself racing. Just do that to start with, right? You don't have to be this charismatic person and making people laugh. Just film your races. Get them all on there and just upload them and you start to get traction. You start to develop your own style of how to film them. You know, the different um, style of actually presenting it then you one day you'll say you know what i'm going to put a camera on my face and i'm going to talk as i'm doing sim racing and then you start to get into this is now streaming this is like the broadband type stuff and you start to build a, you know a, a fan base people are subscribing people are following you and when you get to a certain number you know you get into the thousands of people that started following you you can actually earn money straight away of course through twitch people give you donations which is great so you get these this fan base that's when you start to become interesting to sponsors. They won't find you. You'll still have to go to companies and say, you know what, I've got 10,000 people that tune in. Well, 10,000 people that subscribe. I'd say 2,000 tune in every week or month. And it's this kind of person. It's this age group. It's, it's male or female. You can get pretty much what kind of person it is, demographically, what they're into. And then you say to a company, is this kind of person a target audience for you. And if so, I'll put you on I'll put your name on the screen throughout the whole stream and I'm going to do that once a week or you'll just have this month, you know, and you don't charge much, you're just a couple of hundred bucks or whatever just to build up, but you're giving them some visibility. You're getting eyeballs on them and you've got this whole thing working. And I think that's the best way to do it. So I'd say get good at sim racing first. Start to stream it just loosely to start with, then start to make it a bit of a show where you're talking and you're having reactions and you take clips. And if you had a funny reaction, a funny comment that you've actually said as you've crashed or whatever, you put that on Instagram or any other social media platform and you start to build it. A bit like all these social media people do, right? And YouTube uh, presenters, this is how they start. And once you start to get going, that's when you can start to sell sponsorship packages and even put the, the decals on your car so you can have your car branded in their stuff, but people don't see that very often. I would say the best thing is, is to have the layout on your screen and have the sponsor ticking away at the top and any offers. So you can have a link in your, in your stream saying, if you click this link, you'll get a, a discount from this company that sells this great product and they can prove that you sold it. So there's loads of things you can do like affiliate marketing and stuff. So I would say start streaming, and just build from there. Then you can start to approach sponsors. It's a bit like racing in general. And the last question I wanna to hit today is from Reese, and it was via email asking, 
How do I make a racing career when I'm from a country that has no racing and it's pretty much a third world country? I get this quite a lot and I've answered it before, but it's, it's, you know, it's a tough thing to actually talk about because, or to answer because when it comes to racing, you've got to understand that it's just an expensive sport because you've got this motor vehicle that probably costs 50 grand or, you know, it could be a formula car, then it's going up towards six figures. You've got this car and, and that's just what it costs to buy it. Okay, teams usually own it, so you just go and hire it. But still, someone's got to buy that car, right? Somewhere down the line. Then to race it, to enter into races, to repair it, to innovate it, all the crash damage you get, transporting it, employing an engineer, employing mechanics, employing a truckie to take the, the car there. All these things, you can just imagine, you get into hundreds and hundreds of thousands straight away. And it's difficult. And if you're not from the country that runs these expensive sports championships, then you've got to get there somehow. So you need visas and all this. So I'm just about to say now that it's not easy. It's really not. It's not easy when you're born into a country where you've got race circuits everywhere, like in the UK. It's easier because you've got more championships and things. But it's still not easy to get together that at least 20 grand a year to race club racing. At least that together, right? You've got to admit, you probably tried. So when you're from a country that's distant from these countries that have got, you know, racing through their veins so, so many years already, I would say the only thing you can really do is get yourself to one of them countries. Difficult, right? It is hard. I'm not going to give you an easy answer. But if you can somehow, whether it's a student visa, so you go and, you go and study at that country, whether it's America or England or in Europe or Australia, somewhere that's got a lot of racing and it's actually... It's not affordable, but it's, you can, it's doable. Um, you go and study there. You go and get a work visa there. So you're working. And whilst, whatever reason you can get into that country for, whilst you're there, you start to put the money away. You start to look for championships that are affordable. In fact, preferably do that before you go so you know what the target is. You start to save up year after year until you can go racing. I'm sure most visas are allow you just to do that because it's, it's a pastime and that's how you start. But I tell you what, you know, everybody out there that is looking and they're looking at F1 and they really want to do it. I would say, OK, let me just just forget F1 for, for now. How can I just get to a country where I can race? At, no matter what level it is, it could be lawnmower racing. I don't care. I just want to start racing something. Go-karts. And then do your research, find what countries it's plausible that you could go to. They're not too far away or you can get some kind of visa for. If you're the right age, you can do a student visa and, and your grades are okay at the minute. Find out the cheapest and then that's it. You make a plan and you just got to go for it. And if it doesn't work, you just go back home two years later saying, you know, three years later, I tried, you know, but the experience I got from it, I learned how to sell um, I now know a different language, if you don't know English or wherever it is anyway. I tried, I, I learned how to earn money. It was an experience, it was amazing. If you only come back with that, it's worth doing, right? So there is no scholarship, a world scholarship, should we say, where it's just picking drivers that, that want it the most. It doesn't work like that. When you get in motorsport, you've got to do the the groundwork first. You have to work the mill. You have to do the club racing if you haven't got the money to do the big championships. You have to win them. 
And as you're doing them, competing, you have to build sponsors. You get loads of sponsors on board until you can afford the bigger championships. But if the money is not there and the, and the results are not there, you can't move up. So it's the same for everybody. But when you're from a different country, miles away and there's no real racing, it's difficult. You just have to get to them countries somehow, like people do when they want to hit Hollywood. They don't stay in York trying to be an actor in England. They, a lot of people chase their dream and they move to Hollywood. Somehow they find out how to get there and they, they work as a waiter or a waitress doing whatever they can, doing auditions all the time just to see if they can make it. It's the same with, you know, when you want to be a model, a, a designer model, and you think, right, I'm going to go to Rome. I'm going to do all these auditions and see if I can get on. Or Milan, should I say, not Rome, what I'm on about. Um, but that's how it works. You have to go to the epicenter of the industry if you really want to make an impact or to stand a chance. You don't have to, but to stand a chance, it's a good idea because there'll be more opportunities there. So that's the only thing I can say. It's difficult, I know, but just think, think on it, make a plan and just go for it. Right, again, there's loads of questions that come through. So sorry if I haven't answered yours. I've only answered three today, but I hope this has just given you some kind of spark of inspiration, something to think about, something that might be linked to your problem. If not, get in touch through any of the socials or email and uh, I'll see if I can answer it and do, or do a show on it. Bye for now.